It is time now for the world of cryptocurrency news in 15 minutes or less. And I'm not a financial advisor. I'm veteran newsman Gavin Dawson. Welcome in to the Crypto Daily News, available on YouTube, podcast, and streaming on Blockchain Radio. Go to blockchain.radio for 24-7 streaming news, analysis, and blockchain talk. Okay, a very eventful and volatile weekend sets the table for us going into a fresh week of trading with some momentum after the price of Bitcoin dipped to just over 30K on Saturday and then reclaimed 33K in short order. In the 24 hours from Saturday to Sunday, the global market cap also regained $100 billion. Currently, Bitcoin sitting at 34.2. Crypto total market cap is at $1.42 trillion. Bitcoin dominance 47.33. And the crypto fear and greed is at 25. Okay, winners and losers. Internet computers showing a big win, doing the bull dance after getting crushed last week. It's rebounded uh, up 22% in the last 24 hours. They're at 41.54. Kusama up 13%, rising from the ashes to 191.38. Thorchain and Compound have found 12% of gains as well. First headline here in news you can use, Ethereum looking to retake 2K days before the London hard fork is a big breakout ahead. Cointelegraph with the story, and 2K has been reclaimed. 2045 is a key resistance to look at. It's been a recent triple top for the second largest crypto asset. The London hard fork expected to roll out in July, bringing with it proof of stake and a scarcity feature that will not only burn ETH, but will eliminate the infinite supply issue. Speaking of altcoins on the rise, let's chat about one of the fastest movers over the last week and what is up with Cello, C-E-L-O, story on Economy Watch, Cello coin price up 41%. It was over $6 before the crypto crash started in May, and it's been down, hitting its all-time low of $1.92 on May 21st, but in the last week, it made a major move. It was over $4 this weekend, which was a 75% move over the seven-day period at the time. And why is it making this move? Let's investigate here in the story. The Cello mainnet did launch officially May of 20. Okay, the Cello development team aims to penetrate the billions of smartphone users in the world, including the unbanked masses in developing countries, and enabling them to utilize cryptocurrencies for their daily needs. It does this by using cell phone numbers as public keys. And Cello also supports smart contracts, and the algorithm includes a reputation ranking, which will essentially provide a credit score for those that want to be involved with loans. Okay, tough news for traders in Ontario and for Binance as we move on in the CDN, as Binance is now among the exchanges on the way out in Ontario. The Canadian province informing the world's largest exchange, it's time to get the third L of the weekend for Peng Zhao's outfit over there at Binance. Not only did they get kicked out of Ontario, but Friday, the UK sent a packet, and Saturday, Japan said the same dang thing. For the fine people of Ontario, they are now at the mercy of the Ontario Securities Commission. Last week, they kicked out two other exchanges, including Qcoin. Now Binance is forced to close shop inside their borders. Just for a quick review of what happened, March 29th, the OSC warned exchanges to contact them or face regulatory action. They were given until April 19th. It's not clear if Binance did contact them, but Binance 
Lance has made it known they don't comment on matters regarding regulators. Binance is now telling Ontario-based users to close all your positions and withdraw funds by the end of the year. And from Texas, we feel your pain. Broadcasting from the great municipality of Dallas, I still have never had a Binance account. Come on. Next headline, Fireblocks to face trial for losing over $70 million worth of Ethereum. Crypto potato with the story. The accusation alleges that a careless employee of Fireblocks not only failed to back up the defendant's private keys, but even deleted them for no apparent reason. Steakhound stated that the sloppy handling resulted in disaster and damage and led to the loss of 38,178 coins of ETH or about $70 million at press time. Fireblocks is asserting that they would conduct a thorough investigation of the situation and assist all parties involved to resolve the issue. The crypto security firm refused to take responsibility for the colossal loss of ETH as their customers had not compelled to, with the protection guidance. The keys were generated by the client and stored outside the Fireblocks platform. The customer did not store the backup with a third-party service provider per our guidelines. Sounds like you got to read the fine print. Ouchie. Newsman commentary. I don't know if they'll be held liable. It's hard to tell based on the information available here. What is clear? is before crypto can take the next big step to mainstream adoption, we do need a solution for this news, teamers. And with so many smart developers on the scene, I'm sure it's just a matter of time. Okay, here's a fun one before we get to the neighborhood watch. 10 rules to be a true Bitcoiner from the Stoics. This is on Bitcoin Magazine. Pretty cool article. No doubt a philosopher crypto writer here, Sylvain Sorrell. Number one, focus on what you can control. Don't spend your time worried about short-term price action. Own your private keys and learn as much about Bitcoin as you can. Number two, control how you respond to things. Don't panic sell. Don't give in to temptation to sell when it pumps. You don't want fiat money anyway, they say. (laughs) Number three, value time more than money and possessions. I like that. Number four, you are the product of your habits. Make it a habit to number one, learn Bitcoin. Number two, buy Bitcoin. Number three, hodl Bitcoin. And number four, repeat the steps. Number five, don't compare yourself to others. Don't worry that you bought in too late. Just think of the opportunity ahead and what Bitcoin can still do for you. Number six, focus on the process, not the outcomes. Number seven, don't be afraid to ask for help. One thing that is very true, people in crypto love talking about it and love helping and wish more people in their life would ask for help more often. Number eight, associate only with people that make you better. Number nine, possessions are yours only in trust. This one's weird to me. They use the phrase, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. And I get it. And I also think it could be more risky for some people to try to hang on to the private keys and they trust people like Cash App or PayPal more than they trust themselves. I think that one is realistic. The mainstream is not going to be as proficient handling technology. They won't be as disciplined. They won't be as savvy. And number 10, ego is the enemy. Great phrase, great concept. Even the title of a book by Ryan Holiday you might want to check out. Up next here, Neighborhood Watch, where we look at what top tubers, tweeters, and influencers are saying in our space. 
And first up, Mexico's third wealthiest man, Ricardo Salinas, made big waves across crypto this weekend with his explanation why he prefers BTC over other currencies. I retweeted it on the account at Dawson Crypto. Please follow. He said the, the key part for him is the finite supply of BTC, and for that reason, he's not interested in Ethereum. And for fiat, he says it's a fraud, saying he started his career in 81. The peso was 20 to 1. Now we're at 20,000 to 1. And he says the fraud of fiat is inherent, and we're now starting to see the same thing in the good old U.S. of A. Calls the dollar a joke. Okay, speaking of jokes, Max Kaiser went on a Twitter rampage calling Ethan Cardano an exit scam. Cardano founder Charles Hoskinson asked for comment on Twitter, replied, when will people learn that cocaine is a hell of a drug? Maybe we should create a GoFundMe for rehab. Shots fired. Raul Paul uh, said, I want to publicly thank Max Kaiser for abusing me on Twitter, flushing out all the toxic bit conners new term, allowing me to block a couple of hundred to clean up my feed. Cheers, Max. Meanwhile, I love Bitcoin and I love the digital asset space onwards. Okay, speaking of Bitcoin maxis, Anthony Pompliano tweeting over the weekend, Mercea Popescu, a Bitcoin OG, has passed away. He likely owned quite a bit of Bitcoin. We may never know how much or if they are lost forever, but reminds me that Satoshi said lost coins only make everyone else's coins worth slightly more. Think of it as a donation to everyone. Pomp got roasted for this one, by the way. Maybe too soon. Too soon, Pomp. Maybe a little inappropriate. It is uh, It is true, though. Tweet of the day goes to a short two-tweet thread from Cryptocasio Cortez. Okay, fun play on words there. Here's why the extra Binance regulations, the massive head and shoulders patterns on the chart, and the 50-20 EMA death cross is actually extremely bullish for Bitcoin, she tweeted. Then you click for the next tweet in the thread, and it says, no, nah, actually, it's pretty bearish, fam. <laughs> The reason I love the tweet, there have been so many headlines and social media posts trying to make positives out of these obviously negative storylines. Credibility is, is, is crucial. It's massively important. When I first saw her tweet, I was clicking the thread just to see how desperate and pathetic her reasoning was going to be. I was very pleasantly surprised by some high-quality comedy. Salute to you, Crypt Casio Cortez, and cheers to you for watching this video, okay, listening to the podcast. Remember, none of the preceding messages financial advice it's just news and some opinion thrown in hopefully a laugh or two whether you are listening on youtube podcast or streaming at blockchain radio thanks for making us part of your day please subscribe follow like or comment we'd love to chat with you until tomorrow for the gd crypto news team covering the world of crypto one satoshi at a time i'm gavin dawson at ease